to the LBC podcast where we explore Christian theology and practice for the building up of God's family. My name is Joel Lapierre and I'm the high school director at LBC. And my name is Josh White. I'm the director of adult ministries at LBC. And today we have a uh, special podcast with some special people. Uh, we're doing a podcast on healthcare workers and um, first responders. And so today we have Suzanne Neal with us, Lenny Shin, and uh, Joe Alpton's not with us currently, but he could possibly jump on at any time. So we'll look forward to that. Um, but thank you guys for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a privilege to have you guys. And um, just to give a little bit of your guys' background, um, Suzanne is um, uh, a nurse and works in the hospital. Um, and Suzanne, how long have you been um, attending LBC? We've been attending LBC for about 15 years. Wow, praise God. And, and Brian's uh, now a elder with LBC. That's pr pretty sweet. I'm stoked for that. Um, and then Lenny, uh, you work in law enforcement, but uh, how long have you been attending LBC? Uh, I've been attending LBC with my family for about three years. Uh, praise God. We love having you guys. It's, it's fun seeing your kiddos run around. Yeah, they're, they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, Suzanne's uh, kids, I've had the opportunity to work with for a long time. So has Josh. It's been, it's been awesome. It's crazy. I know. I love those boys in junior high, I think. Yeah. I know. And like one's graduated college now, Josh. I know. Blows <laughs> my mind. It's starting to make us feel old. Yes. <laughs> How do you think I feel? That's true. That's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy thing. Adam is going to be a senior next year. Whew. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys for coming on. So, yeah, we just want to talk about some of the unique things um, just going on in your guys' fields and um, just to get your perspective and um, just insight. And um, also, I think a good thing we want to do is as the church surround not only you guys, but you know, all healthcare workers and, and um, first responders and just see how we as the church can be supportive of people who are on the front lines. And, um, and so, but before we do that, I kind of have sort of a silly question. Um, Anna and I have been going to, uh, you know, we've been going out and, you know, getting food from various places um, because we get hungry, right? But um, I've been on a diet and I've been looking for a really great salad. I've like looked it up, done all my research. And um, funny enough, Habit Burger has really great salads. So I'm not plugging them at all. Like I'm not getting paid by them, but I'm just saying they're really great. But I'm interested. Do you guys have any, um, any places that you've been lately that are um, not only clean, but they have really great food and they're open? Well, one, I agree. Habit has great salads, especially the garden salad with tri-tip. That's my favorite. Um, if we eat out, we generally try to eat local. We have eaten quite a bit at, at Moo Creamery only because, well, they have great food and it's very clean. And Brian works for a company and all the beef that they sell goes to Moo Creamery. So we support the business and we support Moo Creamery and local business. Nice. I'll have to check that out. That's awesome. What about you, Lenny? Yeah, we've been trying to eat local. Um, we actually we've been cooking more at home, but if we do eat out, we we take out from a place called Modern Grub. Uh, they're a local place. They, they you know healthy food. Um, I think that's kind of important right now for people stuck at home, not being able to go out and do activities or as much as they want to. Um, so we we like to support local businesses as well. Uh, there's a lot of people hurting. 
going on. So, uh, modern growth. Wow. Where are they located at? They are on the corner of Brimhall and Calvary. They're kind of hidden away. Okay. Um, but they're like in the back of the shop. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Sounds great. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing uh, some of those fun things with us. Um, I eat out way too often. Uh, <laughs> and probably at, at the restaurants that are maybe less sanitary than some of the other ones that I should be going to. So I'll have to uh, check some of those ones out that you mentioned. So getting to maybe some more kind of, uh, I guess, serious questions. Uh, another question would be just from your experience with your line of work, how has um, this time uh, for you shaped your faith or your view of God? Um, why don't we start with uh, maybe Suzanne? How has this shaped my view of God? I don't, it has not changed my view of God in any way. I don't doubt his promises. I don't doubt his trustworthiness. I quite honestly am not fearful to go to work. I am not fearful to be around virus patients in any way. As a nurse, we're used to taking care of patients that are sick, whether it be the virus or the flu or HIV or hepatitis, this is our profession. We know how to protect ourselves and we can do it. So as far as my view on God, it hasn't changed. He is on the throne. He is in control. There's nothing we can do to change it. There's nothing we can do to make anything better at this point in time in our lives. The only thing we can do is trust. Amen. Absolutely. I've been reminded of that a lot as well. I'm a little bit, um, I'm kind of a little bit of maybe like a germaphobe, you know? So I kind of get like maybe a little bit kind of freaked out, you know, by this stuff. So it's been good just to have, you know, extra time in the scriptures and really be reminded that like um, there's no need to worry. There's no need to fear that God is in, in control um, of all things. Um, so I've been growing a lot with those truths as well. What about, uh, what about you, Lenny? Has this time uh, just in, just impacted or influenced your personal walk with God or your view of God? Great question. Um, so when this all started, I felt uh, like I felt I felt a little fearful, you know, because it's something new. Nobody knew, hardly had any information about it. Uh, but as we moved on with our lives through this, this quarantine. Um, I realized, hey, you know, it's, God is in control of everything. Uh, you know, all we can do is trust. And, you know, to be fearful is, I, I, I believe that, you know, we should, having some fear is good, but uh, keeps you safer. However, you know, when, when you're a Christian, you, know, you believe that it, it has, like Suzanne said, it hasn't changed my my faith, my view of God. It hasn't changed anything. Um, I feel very safe going to work. Um, our dispatchers are good about uh, asking the calls that come in if, hey, do you guys have anybody uh, with uh, symptoms or anything like that? And if they do, they'll let us know so we can mask up or you know, do whatever. So, so I feel safe going to work. It hasn't been an issue, or at least 
these in my online. Absolutely, yeah, thanks for sharing. But when you, Josh, when you watch the news and you see what's happening, of course, if you continue to watch it all the time, it's going to produce fear. If that's what you're basing everything on is what the news is telling you. That's why it's really important that we ground ourselves in scripture. Absolutely. Yeah, amen. Yeah, that is something that's really near and dear to my heart is, you know, because I, I, I fall into that trap all the time where I'm um, oversaturating my mind with um, not only news, but it can be entertainment that can really not be a helpful thing when, when we're talking about anxiety and fear. Um, and, but when we dive in and saturate our minds with the word of God, man, there's so much incredible peace that comes from knowing Christ and knowing that God is sovereign over all things. And, you know, I just think about that scripture that says, you know, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. And that's, that's really something that we need to live by, especially in a time like this. And so, yeah, that's, I, I completely agree with that. Um, so next question for you guys is, um, how have you seen God working in your field? Like, do you guys have any testimonies of just some hopeful stories that you've seen or been a part of? You know, I haven't seen like a whole, I've seen very, uh, very joyful um, incidents about, you know, people being there for other people. But I haven't personally had anything that I've, you know, personally uh, witnessed. But it, it's just—I mean, if, even if you're just on social media for, you know, a little bit, to um, anywhere from nurses, healthcare workers, law enforcement, firefighters, you know, there—you know—there's a lot of support for them, you know, and I think that's important right now, of course, for the people that are working in our fields, uh, just to have a. a but I have yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. How are you, Suzanne? So how so repeat the question one more time, Joel. Um, how have you seen God working in your field? Um, maybe a testimony of just something that gives people hope. Well, I see it all the time. Um, I mean, I work with patients all the time. I work with wonderful staff and nurses. So one, you see a great sense of community from the community. Um, the hospital has been provided meals and extra gifts and all of that stuff for going above and beyond. You see nurses working together in this time of when at first, before we knew everything that was going on, it was fearful because we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know if we were going to be like New York or not. And so you see people really working together to be able to provide the very best care that they can for patients. And then the other thing I have seen is I have seen patients that have been very, very sick that we have thought would pass away, have actually survived. Mm. And it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, praise God for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard, you know, with all the fear and just information that's going around, but it's cool to see that. You know, there still is hope and, you know, God is still on his throne and, you know, there's a lot of things to look forward to. I, I, this is something silly, but uh, I don't know if you guys saw the, um, you know, the, uh, I think it was the National, California National Guard. They like flew over the hospitals uh, just yesterday. I, I, I missed out on that, but that, uh, that's, that was pretty cool. Um, just something kind of, I don't know, just cool that a good expression of just excellence and just that, you know, we're all in this together or banded together. And, and I think that's something that, I've been really um, encouraged by is that, you know, people really have banded together and, and we're, we're working together to, 
you know, to take care of this and take care of our own and to, to minister. And so that, that's been really neat for me. Um, you know, I can't really cite a specific story, but I just say in general that I've seen that, um, which has been really neat. So, but thank you guys for sharing that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that too. It's been so cool to see, um, especially just people within the church just taking care of other people and stuff too, and see just in the, um, public, I guess the support for, um, those on the front lines and whatnot. And so, you know, with you guys kind of being, um, on the front lines, you, you might see things, you know, maybe a little bit differently than sometimes the way that the, um, this whole situation is portrayed like, um, in the media. Um, and so a, a next question would be kind of, from your perspectives, the things that you are seeing and hearing, experiencing in your fields, you know, from those experiences, what do you guys wish that other people knew that maybe they're not necessarily seeing? Okay. Anyone? Um, <laughs> so I didn't know who was going first. So while what I'm going to say straight out, first and foremost, we are nothing like New York. So when you watch the news, you're hearing a lot of news about what's happening in New York. There's short beds, there's short nurses, there's short protective equipment for the nurses. Doctors are dying and nurses are dying. That's what you see. That has not happened here in Bakersfield. We have plenty of supplies to take care of patients that are sick. We have plenty of beds to take care of patients that are sick. We have plenty of nurses that are there. In fact, the hospital census has been on, low, on the low side that nurses have actually been furloughed or called off because there hasn't been enough patients for the nurses to actually work their full, full shift for the week. So, we, so we're not like New York. Our patients are doing quite well. Of course, you're gonna have patients that pass away, but you're gonna have that no matter what the disease process is, people pass away. Um, but we are not, we don't have, in the hospital setting, we don't have nurses that are sick and we don't have doctors that have gotten sick. So, and I will say that our healthcare system has done a really good job of taking care of these COVID patients and doing everything the way that has been outlined by the CDC and, and the physicians that are all figuring out what's gonna be work best for these patients. So needless to say, when like people will call me and they'll say, Suzanne, are you working a lot of hours? Are you working a lot of overtime? Are you really tired? No, I'm not because we're, our hospitals aren't full and we have plenty of staff to take care of the patients that we do have. Yeah, that's, that's honestly, it's, it's really interesting. Um, you know, I think just because of the way things are portrayed, people assume that, you know, the hospitals are trying to get as many nurses um, as they can and have them work as much as possible. So it's really interesting to hear that um, that nurses are being furloughed because there's not actually enough people in the hospitals to support, you know, that many nurses being there and whatnot. So, um, so Josh, the other thing I do want to say too is part of it as some patients are not coming to the hospital that need to come to the hospital because they're fearful that they'll get the virus. So I am encouraging anybody who is looking at this, if you are sick and you feel like you need to go to the hospital, go to the hospital. It is safe. Everything is safe there. The virus patients are in separate areas. So when you go to the emergency room or if you're admitted, they're in a separate area. 
Everything is very clean. We have plenty of equipment. We have plenty of staff. So patients are not coming to the hospital when they need to go to the hospital, and then they're having consequences of that. So I do encourage people, if you are sick and not feeling well, go to the hospital. Absolutely. That's, that's a really great advice, and it makes sense. It does seem like a lot of people um, wouldn't, wouldn't go to the, the hospital right now. You know, they, they potentially probably should because of, of that fear. So that's, that's really helpful. Um, thanks for sharing those things. What, what about you, Lenny? Are there, you know, are there any things, you know, from your field that, you know, you wish people uh, maybe knew more about? Yeah. Um, so I get asked a lot when I'm working, hey, uh, if we're gathering or if we're out and about, are you guys going to invite us or take us to jail or anything like that? Answer is no. Um, the majority, at least for my agency, the majority of agencies in current county are not enforcing any laws. Uh, there, there is obviously a state at home order, uh, but we are not enforcing it. We're not, uh, and, and and that can change because this is so brand new that you know, it can change. But as of right now, there's, we're not we're not enforcing it. Uh, I can only attest to what's going on in Kern County uh, because that's where I work. Uh, I know there have been other things you see on the news and the media where uh, officers are citing and arresting for being out in public gathering and things like that. Uh, as far as Kern County, not. Yeah, thanks for thanks for sharing that. Um, it seems like from some of the stuff that I've read at least read at least recently is the um the public health department i believe rescinded some of their earlier like statements and whatnot um and so i'm sure that is tied to um it not them not enforcing i guess or citing uh people for uh going against this the standard stay-at-home orders so that is that is really helpful information um, do you want to, do you want to add anything to that, Joel? No, I'm good. Sweet. All right. So, uh, as we kind of, uh, wind down here, our, uh, our last question is, um, really just how, how can we pray for you, um, specifically as you, um, you know, are on the front lines or encountering, um, different things each day? What are some ways that we can, we can we and the church, I mean the church, can, can be praying for you during this time. You want to share so, first? Yeah. So um, the, the people working in law enforcement are obviously out, out there, you know, day and night, um, trying to keep the community safe. Uh, it's a difficult job. Um, I just want to pray for, you know, the first responders in Kern County, uh, just for to keep us safe, uh, to just, just stay motivated. Uh, also, uh, just you know, um, for I, I like to to send a prayer for like the, the firefighters um, also because they're you know if Joe is here, I'm sure he would say the same thing. Um, but since he's not, do that for him. Um, so them too, they are absolutely first responders and 
Yeah, absolutely. What about you, uh, Suzanne? Any specific prayer requests? Probably just the same for all nursing staff and medical staff, just for protection. Um, God's protecting everyone so far, so I just want to keep for the protection for our health and, and for our families. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely be praying for those things. Um, hey, thanks for being here today, guys. It was so great to, to chat with you and to hear um, um, insight from you guys as you guys are um, uh, responding to the situations uh, that are going on um, in the world right now. So we appreciate you guys and, and thank you for being here to chat with us. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys. You guys do so much for us and it's, uh, we're blessed to have you guys to be a part of our church family. And so uh, I pray that, you know, for the people that are listening that we can, you know, band together and pray for um, healthcare workers and first responders. And um, yeah, cause we're all, we're all part of the same family. So thank you guys for coming. Um, you have been listening to the LBC podcast, a podcast of Lorland Bible Church in Bakersfield, California. Uh, if you like listening to this podcast, please share with a friend and hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on new podcasts. Thank you for listening and God bless you. We'll see you next time.